Welcome to the Premier League Forever Forest podcast. And welcome to the Forever Forest podcast, as I keep saying, the, the Premier League Forever Forest podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Freebs, and uh, wow, what a weekend. We've had our first home game at the City Ground, where, well, where else would we play, I guess, unless it's pre-season, it might be across the river. Uh, first Premier League game back at the City Ground since about 1999, when I had one whisker on my chin, and Lisa was still hunting down prostitutes in the Nottinghamshire area. So yes, wonderful. It's, uh, I wasn't uh, able to be there, but some of our uh, guests and our team here were. Uh, I was inflating a paddling pool and um, definitely not putting any water in it. Um, so, yes, let's go and see who we've got. So, first of all, um, he's had a poorly dog, but I think he's okay. Kieran, how are you and how's Bowie? Uh, I'm better than the dog. Or right. I say that. Good. I don't know. One of us is uh, financially better off than the other right now. Really? Oh, hold uh, on. How much money does the dog have? <laughs> Mate, you don't know. He makes a lot of money from Instagram. Really? Yeah. Get following him, guys. He has got a profile. Well, I'm just thinking that for a dog to have more money than you, he'd, uh, I guess you might have debts, which people have. I don't want to go deep into this, but like, do dogs generally have coin? Mate, I don't feel comfortable talking about this on his behalf. You'll have to uh, take Okay, he's representative. He is feeling better. It's been a hot old weekend. So mm-hmm. a combination of being frustrated from not going out for walks and not really being allowed to sit in the the sunlight either meanwhile i'm shouting my head off to super sunday all, all day long um you were so there winners you winners and losers this weekend i was the winner but i was the loser i'm sorry to say well may both of you be drenched in success forevermore and uh finances of both the canine and human types there you go talking of a different type of animal a fox. It's Lisa Fox. How are you, Lisa? Oh, that's smooth. That's just really smooth. I think I can do this all the way through. Go on. <laughs> Everything all right? Yeah, everything's good. Do you smell this week? No. Just just checking because everyone had the new shirts on and said they were ponging. No, I, I, um, I actually went and hung my washing out yesterday morning wearing my red shirt um, and decided that I was taking it off and caused a little bit of a hoo-ha on Twitter because I said, I've, I've taken my shirt off and I'm replacing it with my scarf. Um, didn't mean that I was replacing my top with my scarf, but it was taken that way. Yeah, some mucky. Why a sad for you? Well, anything. Oh, I'm not going to say it's a cheap thrill, Lisa, because it's you. But I mean, people will be like, "Way, yeah." What's it? We could, I could fill a whole podcast about some of the comments people put to female forest fans. But hey, that's another thing. Um, and finally, um, well, that would be a, a royal mess you're in if people were being like that to you. It's Holly Royal. Hi, 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 Holly. Hey. I'm good how are you is it is it warm you're in london aren't you it's very warm yeah ridiculously warm but not as warm as my journey yesterday which was in a boiling hot carriage of about 40 degrees with no aircon. a carriage what was it 1852 or something yeah. oh, got you in like a fancy a fancy cab <laughs> um it was just ridiculously hot and i got there just dripping in sweat which wasn't a good start to the day but it ended well didn't it so did you share the cab, your carriage, your your fancy uh, with uh, any West Ham fans, any Amers? 
There was lots of people from Essex, is all I'm going to say. Oh, yes. Okay, is that the way it goes? Is it? Uh, well, yeah, as all of the guys have alluded to, um, yeah, Forrest did take on the Amazons. I never really had a problem with them in the 90s. I thought they were kind of just bobbins, and they had people like Hugo Porfirio and that beautiful looking man called Dani playing for them. Uh, look him up, uh, ladies and guys. He was a beautiful man. Um, but yeah, they, they were just kind of a bit rubbish. And then <laughs> when they left, left Upton Park and everyone kept going about the old bowling. Oh, the old bowling, you don't remember the old chicken run. It was like, where's all this history come from that no one ever mentioned until now? Uh, but yeah, they came to the city crown, Kieran, and they brought their fancy bubbles and all their bits and their bobs. They brought a, an ex-red. They brought an England international or two. And they didn't get no points. Uh, we'll, we'll save your soapbox for later on. But how did you overall, overriding, big bubbly round it, feel about the game? Fantastic. I feel like each of us said last week a point that we wanted to see improved upon. And I think that averaged out into what actually played out on the pitch. We saw a much better performance. We saw every single player offer something and generally look way more positive. And we also got the right result. We had to hang on. Like it, it was, you know, kind of what we expected as in that front as well. But that was a proper test, that. And when we matched it and more than that, the fans were with them. You know, I said I, I wanted to make sure that the community vibe of last season lived on. Well done to everyone who was at that game. It sounded epic. Um, just, just watching it. I've gone on to Twitter to listen to Mull of Kintyre back a few times this morning. It has made my day just hearing it. I really don't know what Forza had planned that didn't come off in the Trent end. But what I will say is it still looked mint. I can only imagine how spectacular it would have been had those plans come together. But yeah, massive well done to all involved. Coops gave me my shout out for not being there. So I'm going to give you yours for being there and making that atmosphere. The only thing with the display was because I, I didn't see it. And so, because obviously, uh, when, I don't know if you're the same as me, when you put it on with Sky, they're watching, say, Kilmarnock versus someone. Then they went, and here's the teams for the City Grand. So they didn't really give me the, I wanted to see all the warm up, like I was saying, released on the radio. And I kind of missed all that. I was like, oh, shit, I want to see them all like coming out and stuff. And then when I saw the display, I couldn't read the bottom bit because obviously they'd done the NFFC in slightly alternate letters or something. And like for me, I, I said, rise. Rise if in the, I didn't know what it was, but there, when I saw it properly, it looked absolutely spectacular. So, uh, yeah, as always, great effort by the uh, guys and girls at Forza. Um, Lisa, you were there. How was that 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 atmosphere that people could hear from over a half a mile away? Oh, you've watched that video too, have you? I watched a few of them. Yeah, shared them. <laughs> it, it it was just incredible. I mean, it it was. Um, I wouldn't have said it was Stuart Pierce, top spine tingly goosebumps, but it was close enough um and yeah we you know even again coops just stood on that touchline looking around like like it, it, he was still in wonderment at the fact that we were so noisy and i have been a trendender for a very long time and i can't remember the last time it felt like i was an, a, at an away game in the home end because we were on our feet we were cheering we were just up and down up and down up and down for the whole of the second half and that um atmosphere that we had at Wembley seemed to just carry on mm. and it, it really was the, the only thing that was actually a little bit disappointing for me was that I didn't hear free from desire no uh, well is, is, is that sort of overtaken now do you think from because uh, I, I heard uh, just can't get enough at the end which I don't know about you but I heard it a few times in the summer and I kind of felt a bit like I did with Sweet Caroline I was like I love that song and it'll always remind me of next season but there's a point where I'm like I don't know I mean Holly you're the one to ask because you had Sweet Caroline with the Lionesses at a lot of games you went to as well did you 
I mean, Sweet Caroline is completely sold, sold by date, gone for me. But do you think Forrest uh, needs to be moving on to a classic 90s dance anthem for 22-23? Uh, uh, or maybe a bit of Olive, You're Not Alone. I don't know what's going. Oh, God, or Ultranate or someone like that. I, I saw her at the uh, Radio 1 Roadshow in Skeg one year. She was banging. Oh, uh, yeah, so you got a good view of the... Um, of the display, you're, you're normally main stand, aren't you? Oh. Yeah, no, I am. I had a similar thing to you where I was in the middle of, oh, look, what does that, uh, you know, I just couldn't understand what it was. Like I was trying to get involved in obviously in, in the song, but couldn't actually read what was in front of me. So it took me a while to, you know, afterwards go online and then realise what was actually, actually said, what was actually written. And um, that's when it was like, okay, brilliant, fantastic, goosebumps. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I was tremendously proud of that atmosphere yesterday. Um, it reminded me of the playoff game, the playoff semi-final and the cup games last year. Um, you know, the floor felt like it was rumbling at times. I mean, I know it's an old little shack there in the, in the main stand, but um, yeah, it felt like it was literally going to go off. Um, fantastic. Um, the whole, when the whole, they, there's a point again, I, Lisa, you probably found this as well, when they, you look around and the entire ground was on their feet, Forest on Magic, and it's that's exactly what we wanted. And we were the 12th man yesterday and, it really, really showed on the pitch. I think. What were West Ham fans like, though, Holly? Because I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know many of their, you know, apples and pears, get your lovely coconut peanuts, whatever is uh, songs. But I didn't hear much of them. There was some very tasty songs on the train that didn't translate into the stands. I'll put it that way. Oh. Um, like, like tasty, as in should have been left back with Graham Souness's opinions, or I mean, we'll get to that. Uh, kid, don't worry. Um, or like tasty, as in just vile. Can't be shared on a family podcast. <laughs> family podcast. I think I dropped the <laughs> in the first two minutes last week. But I, that was yeah. what's happened to you. Uh, so apart from that, so any you know, I always want to look out for uh, banter watch between the fans because I remember when we played Arsenal a few years ago. It was, wasn't last season's one when we beat them, um, and there was a lot of the you know Champions of Europe. You'll never sing that. Champions of Europe. You weren't even born, and then Champions of Europe. You won't be alive. We sang back to them, and I, I like a bit of that discourse. Was there any of that with the uh, with the bubble blowing hammers? I didn't hear any. Uh, there was one little round of Champions of Europe. You'll never sing that. Um, obviously, there was the pathetic attempt at throwing some bits of paper at Nico Williams <laughs> yeah. um, that was meant to resemble, um, you know, hundred thousands of pounds. Um, but no, I don't remember any. To be honest, they were pretty much silent. We completely drowned them out, and it was fantastic. I'll lick it, West Ham. You got no points, Kieran. Uh, favorite player that you? Uh, there was a new player. F- favorite player whose first game it was at the City Ground yesterday. Um, who who would you have gone for? And you can count O'Brien and Toffolo. I know they were there with Huddersfield, but who would you go for from the new signings that you thought was your MOTM? I have to shout out Lewis O'Brien, but he gets a big helping hand there from the Sky Stats because I I wasn't aware of how good a game he was having until they brought those figures onto the screen and pointed out that he just did his job so well. Um, what I what is his job, Kieran? Though, because is he a CM in old football managers' money? Is he? He's not an AM. He's he's not just a DM, is he? So is he a a CM to DM? The box to box midfielder. I think they both have to be to an extent. Like, be comfortable picking the ball up from deep and taking it on, knowing when you can make that run, and also being a two touch Tony when you need to be. Just pick it and give it to someone else who's in space and a better position than you. He did that really well. He did it. It was spot on. I think a really good example was towards the latter stages of the game where I can't remember who the man was for West Ham, but he slipped. And O'Brien just went, right, I'll go around it. On the left wing, was it? Yeah. And yeah, he just made that choice, got round, and then delivered a decent cross. Someone should have been 
on the end of it, uh, but no one was arriving. It was a really good ball. Mm. Um, but that's it. He, he's got to be able to trust his own instincts as well as do what he's been put in the system to do. Um, I think him and Mangala both had an excellent game. Mangala looks like a good disruptive influence uh, in the midfield, happy to put a boot in when he needs to. Um, probably have to be a little bit cautious. I know he got stamped on by Ben Rama at the end of yeah. that, but he also completely missed the ball um, going into it the first time. So it probably balanced out. Nico Williams was immense as well. I had him down as man of the match until I saw the stats for O'Brien. Um, in general, you, you could you could shout out any any one of the, the eight new signings. Nia Kate looked great. Probably could have had a goal. He looks a lot better than at Newcastle because pre-season he looked all right, I thought, from what the bits I saw. And then Newcastle, I thought he looked, I thought, fucking hell, what's happened to him? And then I thought he was, he thought he was really good on the weekend. I'm just writing down some notes here going, Kieran, has a rich dog can be swayed by statistics. Okay. <laughs> just building up profiles there. Uh, Lisa, what about you? Who's your, who's your boy that you uh, know had a debut there and you thought was absolutely spanking? You can say the same as Kieran if you want. Yeah, I mean, uh, for me, we, we saw a little glimpse of Mangala last week, not very much on the pitch. Yesterday, I must have said within the first 20 minutes how impressed I was so many times to Jessica that she was eye-rolling at me. Like, you've said that, Mum. You've said that, Mum. God, um, Mum. Kieran's exactly right with that disruptive influence. He's there to kind of break up the play and distribute the ball. And O'Brien just never stopped running. Um, and I, 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 you know, you, 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 you kind of know that he's there and you know that he's busy, but you don't take that much notice. Um, Nia Cati, I thought, had a very good game, given the fact that he was up against Mikel Antonio. Um, and, you know, and and, um, and Williams, yeah, he, he was really good too. I also want to put uh, Teo into the mix because... Teo who? Very, very... Aweoni. Who? Aweoni. Awoni ye. Whatever. Awon. Big T-Dog, I've told you. T-Dog. He, he was very very strong going forward he um he just he for me just a little bit bit heavy footed um at times and there was a, a couple of times in the first half where he strayed offside and I was like had that been Surridge we'd have been in front mm. um knowing what we knew from last season however that will come and I think we had if if we take what has been said on social media about him We've got some, we've, you know, we've bought a dud. I don't think we have. I think actually he will just grow into the game and will be a very, very strong player for us um, and bring something a little bit different that we didn't have already. So I'm quite, quite excited to see what he will do. And it doesn't matter what the ball goes in off. You know, what's his name? Went off his knee or something? I don't know. Tio Awoni. I don't, I actually don't know the first name. I know his surname is Awoni. Teo. Yeah. Okay. So between us, we can say his name. That's him. Um, but I, you know, at the end of the day, he got a, he got a goal, and that's going to do wonders for his confidence. Holly, are you going to? Apps, by the way, before oh, we move on, Dem oh, through the shirt. Yeah, that was insane. We I haven't. Saw that as we've well. not seen muscles like that on Trent's side since George Elakobi. Yeah, uh, mm. the beast. He had a very different weapon of George. He was an absolute unit, bless him. Um, Holly, are you going to say one the same as them? Because if not, I'll throw you a different question. Are you going to say someone different? Shout out to Hendo. That's what I was going to say. There we go. Go on. Big time, big time. You know, absolutely full of confidence, absolutely brimming, wasn't he? Um, I think possibly after Man United's result the other day, he was definitely had a point to prove as well. Um, what? Well, sorry, Holly, do you think he enjoyed watching De Gea absolutely fuck up? 
<laughs> I absolutely yeah. loved it. Um, and um, when when Declan Rice stepped up, I just thought it's not going in. There was there was kind of vibes of the the semi final there of that you know glorious times at that end of the pitch and the penalty shootout. And I just I just had this feeling, and it was just he was always going to save it, and he was he was colossal all, all game. You know, made some fantastic pinpoint saves. Um, really, 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 really um, impressed with Hendo, definitely. And for those of you um, who I don't think you see it as much, it's a very 90s thing for me. Uh, we saw the return of a keeper wearing a baseball cap that wasn't official by the looks of it. It looked like a, just a dirty old black cap he had on for a very small amount of the game. Uh, if you spotted that. Uh, for those of an older vintage, Dimitri Karin was the absolute zenith of a man who used to wear baggy tracky bottoms that weren't part of the kit. If you don't trust me or don't believe me, the younger lot, go and check it out. This guy... Sometimes didn't want to wear shorts, so wore grey tracky bottoms, the sort that some dodgy stepdad would sort of sit and fiddle with his balls in on a Saturday night. That's it, Dimitri Karin. Lovely thought for you there. Uh, would, Kip, that be, would it be Gabor Kirai's? He did the, similar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah always those, always uh, off colour with the rest of the kit, though. Always grey. I think his other half had washed them with the wrong thing and maybe got a transfer from a team in a different... I don't know. I can't remember. Um, just a contentious point before we move on away from that. Oh, no, this is the rest of the pod. We're just going to rip out people. That, that, <laughs> right call on that penalty. And McKenna was lucky that Henderson was right behind him or it would have been red. Hold on, Kieran. I got asked this yesterday. Has the double jeopardy gone, though? Someone was saying yeah. they thought that had gone Yeah, there. that's gone. Oh, interesting. Double well, jeopardy has gone. But wouldn't all of this have been redundant if a certain Mr. Joe Worrell had made his tackle? <laughs> oh, I, you know, I've actually got a section coming up here called... Uh, yeah, we talked about opinion. that tumbleweed earlier. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I love the guy. I love him and I want him to do well, but you can't miss a slide tackle there. That, yeah. like, you just can't. It's not, at this level, we will get punished if we dive in and miss. I think I could have made that tackle. Well, I mean, the one that's got me about the the Antonio one is we've got history with Antonio, and I think he's a solid bloke. Actually, I've always liked him anyway. I know we had him a year, but I knew him as a Wednesday player before through my mate. I think he seems a top bloke. I quite like him. I like what he said pre-game. I don't. I think he's gone blasting in. He's ran into him, and and in a way, it would have done Antonio better to have gone down as well. But as he's made of granite, muscle, and iron, and even Mancala's not you know a tiny, tiny guy, but. Mangala, I'm saying, oh, Mangala was trying to move in the way of him. No, Mangala, you can see, is watching the ball and he's moving to the side to go that way and he's just got absolutely steamrolled. Would he have made the ball? Eh, conjecture. My big problem is that Forrest stood still at that point and looked at the ref. As I said on the radio with you earlier, Lisa, I think when the ball went through to Ben Rama, it was bloody easy because Forrest all seemed to be stood still going, oh, but it's a foul. Wait to the whistle, though, don't you? Yeah, the two things. There was also a player that was stood offside, so that would have been looked at VAR-wise, anyway. Yeah, keep playing. Um, that was the one moment Lewis O'Brien got wrong. He stopped yeah. tracking his man. But I do think the ref definitely got it right because Mangala presses that ball. And even if he doesn't get a challenge in, he forces Rice Not into, a, quick, into yeah. a quicker decision, which is probably going backwards or sideways. Yeah, and Brennan was offside and the penalty was passed. So I'm, I'm jumping happy with that. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Holly, on this one. I'm going to open a little bit. Uh, well, unless you want me to, I think Kieran went down that route anyway. I can start us off. A little section that I'm, I'm after this pod, I'll write a bit of music, which I'll play now, called Controversial Opinions. This is a part of the show where we have our opinions and it might just be controversial because... It is controversial opinions. So my controversial opinion uh, is that Brennan Johnson isn't as good as we all think he is. There we go. That's where I'm going to start. A uh, lot of money for the lot. I love him to bits, but I'm going to go with that one off two games and I'm going to be an absolute idiot off it and go, I've lost you twice, Brennan. You've ghosted on me twice. I'm sure... <laughs> 
those sweet feet and everything are going to get amazing down the line. But that's my worry at the moment. Okay, Kieran, do you want to add anything to controversial opinions or rip mine to bits? Uh, I, I want to rip yours to bits. Go for it. I'm happy for that. Yeah. I wanted to do well, of course. I might add some after anyway. No, I, I I totally get where you where you're coming from with that. I just don't think it's I don't think it's that Brennan isn't as good as we think. I think it's that Brennan is being Brennan and we know that every now and then he goes missing. That's just him. It's something he needs to work on. If he wants to be the main man in a team, he's got to lead from the front. And he can't be reliant on just bits of good fortune every now and then coming up. I mean, realistically, if He's offside by what? His forehead and a bit of his oh, shoulder. His feet are probably onside. I think it was. A yeah, it was. A, give him, give him his due. He finished it exactly as you'd oh, want him to. Don't get me wrong. I like the offside because I saw him. That was the bit <laughs> I liked about the offside. Uh, Lisa, an opinion on that one, or add a controversial yourself? You've got to be careful with yours, haven't you? <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Um, if, if we're going to stick with Brennan for now, oh, um, mine off. Yeah, go he, on. Go on. He. <laughs> He finished really well. Um, he put himself about a bit. Didn't didn't have his greatest of games. I think again a, another one that will grow as the season comes on. Um, and haven't seen him one ahead yet. But that's not what he's there for. If he's there to use his feet, he's, he's there to use his feet. And as long as when that situation arises, he puts the ball in the back of the net. I don't give a shit. Lisa, did you just add your own controversial opinion or somebody else's? <laughs> I like that. Um, <laughs> Holly, do you have any controversial opinions? Um, I pondered over this a little bit in the last couple of weeks. Yes, go on. Here we go. Slightly, and I absolutely slug off Yatesy. No, no, don't worry. Don't worry, Lisa. It's all good. <laughs> We're big Yatesy lovers on this pod. Um, I'm still not sure whether Joe Worrell is quite up to scratch in the Premier League. Just taking out Worrell and Johnson. I love. I absolutely adore Joe Worrell. He has been my favourite player for a very long time now, but. As Kieran said, that challenge uh, that sent Ben Rama through was a little bit dodgy, and I think he's slightly off the pace. He's got a lot to learn, I think, at this level. That's what I think. Um, hopefully, we will be proved wrong, and he'll um, he'll up his game and he'll, he'll work on that. But um, yeah, but the thing is, as we said on the pod a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, you know, he's captain now, so he's not droppable, is he? Or is he? That's the question. Uh, yeah, and uh, Kieran or Lisa in on that one. I, again, I, I don't want controversial opinions to ever be a thing if we keep doing it where it's a case of, um, which it's a constant bash because it can be a, I actually think Forrest should sign um, Tony Vaughan, the centre-back, and bring him back. It can be absolutely crackpot that way if you want. It's just something that's been on my mind. Uh, Kieran or Lisa on uh, on Joe Worrell? I, I, I will fully give the lad the benefit of the doubt. He's earned that. Um, but... There are these moments in his Forest career that stand out. Derby away yep. in the COVID run-in where he makes a silly choice. You know, he. I think Figs took a lot of the flack for him for making bad decisions, but Joe's had it in his game just as much and he's got to get past it. He has to. He's got to get quicker. He. There's a couple of options. He either gets quicker, he gets stronger, or he gets smarter. And I'd love all three but one of them would be a start and maybe just getting a bit smarter uh, would be the easiest place to start. Is that, is that the motto of the Olympic committee you've just thrown out there? I wasn't <laughs> quite sure what that was. <laughs> Quickest, okay. Um, it's, the, it's the shit version of a Daft Punk song, mate. I'm, yeah. I'm working on it. Quicker, uh, stronger, smarter, Joe Warrell. <laughs> like it. I wonder if there's any uh, money to be paid for that. No, otherwise, um, I think that game in general, though, was Forrest 
uh, you know when they watched that match today too or something i kind of went oh god they made it sound like we were really lucky and as this interview at 606 and god knows what which isn't always the best thing with robbie savage obviously um but yeah do you know what? overall i think we can improve a lot and like i was saying i, I get confused now i think i sent it to you earlier on lisa on the radio thing it's Pre that game, I would have took a loss or a draw with a performance change. We couldn't do what we did against Newcastle again. Otherwise, I would have been like, we are probably not good enough for this league. Um, but we showed that there is that for us from last season, plus some updates with it. And we're going to talk about new signings in a minute. But yeah, overall, um, uh, 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 coming to you first, Lisa, with it, to add on to this, but also school report, what grade did Forrest get for the performance yesterday for you, Lisa, and your hand up comment as well. Are we going with out of 10 or are we going with ABC? Oh, I just, do you know what? Let's do it out of um, let's do it out of A, B, C, D, E fail. Okay, um, I'm going for a C plus for yesterday. Ooh. Still That's... work to be done. Still imp- a lot of improvement from last week. And last week, what were they on last week? Oh, probably an E. Yeah, it was pretty. <laughs> or an ungraded, but it's a lot better than what Manchester United got. The, the Manchester Evening News do a half-time analysis. And their halftime analysis on Saturday was zero, 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 zero on every single player. Jesus. I mean, yeah. I mean, they could have had Jimmy Garner. And I thought, oh, you'll come to that. We do another point on that, Lisa, before I get the gradients from uh, Miss Royal and uh, Mr. Curtis. Uh, I hope we sign him and I hope we um, we sign him just purely so that West Ham don't. Yeah, it's, we'll come to we'll, I'll cross that in a minute. Uh, Holly, uh, what are you going to go with your school grading for Forrest from uh, Saturday? I would say a firm pass in a C. Um, I like, yeah, yeah. I, I I love the fact that you know there was real glimpses of us gelling quite quickly. Um, everyone seemed to know what their jobs were on on um, Sunday. So I think I'm 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 positive because I was feeling a little bit down after Newcastle and trying not to get too pessimistic. But um, you know, there's kind of glimmers of hope there. I think and. Uh, very tidy, um, accomplished performance, battling performance. I see from me. Yeah, don't know about that, Holly. We'll pull you back, mate. Don't worry, Kieran. What are you giving? Uh, what's your school score? I'm going B minus. Um, I'm giving extra credit to the twelfth man that was there. Keep that going all season, and we won't have. Could you imagine Maranakis doing Adelia Smith on the pitch? How aggressive and mm. just frightening that would be. We don't want that. So keep it going for for the rest of the season, guys and gals. Everyone that's in the stands uh yeah i'm going b minus a little bit more generous and i'm giving it largely on the basis of coming back from what was pretty woeful the i watched newcastle back again i was feeling pretty hopeless so Mm. they've they've done well they've done well the lads they they deserve a little bit of credit no no sunday running eight miles like man united (laughs) I think I'm going to look at start looking at the the home games in particular and saying, do we think the fans? Because I've got this thing that the fans are worth about 15 points this season. I think the home the home games are worth about 15 because of what the city ground is and what the fans are. Um, I'm not going to put that one under that bracket because I think the yeah the start in particular, like I say the whole way it was cooking. I, I think it's going to be those games where we've gone behind and the pulled us back. That's where I think it's going to have its real value. But I'm not adding that one to me 15 just yet. But we are on our way to catching up with Derby County. So I still every season think they're going to someone's going to beat it and it seems unbeatable it is the shittest i'm going to say it out there we're going to do it we'll beat it after about four months three don't know. uh ain't nobody like joe lolly um who now lives in australia uh, lisa thoughts on the uh, joe go we knew joe was probably going to go but overall as a servant to the club and uh 
I know you've uh, know Joe's had some ups and downs, and God knows what with Forrest. But overall, not a bad signing, was he for the Reds? No, he did. He did well in in spurts. He also did shockingly badly in in in, in games. Um, but overall, over the four years, was he a successful signing? Yes, he certainly was. And I think from from our point of view, he he came back in and especially last season looks like the, the lolly that we used to have um and, I, and we, I know we've spoken about it before that he um we kind of lost the best of lolly when we sold Ben Osborne and I just feel really sorry that that Benny's got to go all the way to Australia to see his best mate it's the Zoom I mean we've only met like twice but I, I think he is one player I think you're harping back to where not harping, Lisa, you don't harp, you know what I'm saying, where it was, I kept saying I was sick of hearing the words, the old Joe Lolly. It was one of the players where you heard it more more than ever. And I felt he was trying so hard. Some of the shots last season when he was back, and even his pen, he was the only one who missed one against Sheffield United. It was like, I wanted him just to score a bloody goal, <laughs> just to be like, here you go, Joe, you've hit one from miles away. But um, Holly, uh, Joe Lolly? Yeah, like Lisa says, he was a great servant to the club. And let's not remember there was a point where he was heavily linked with Villa, wasn't he? And he, he stayed with us. I don't know how, you know, likely it was that he close he was to going. But um and you could see that he did really try hard. I think he was an intelligent, intelligent footballer. Um, and on his day, he was, yeah, definitely lower prem, upper championship. And um, but you know, unfortunately, there's no sentiment in football when you want to do well so unfortunately he's on his way but good luck to him um it's interesting that he's chosen um australia over you know a lower championship club but um yeah no i love joe lolly i think we all did and um i you know wish him well can i just say for those who only just come to the news that he's left now he hasn't died uh, <laughs> we are making this sound very much like he's passed away uh kieran any your favorite joe lolly moment and was it and does it involve five goals that way at Villa or? Firstly, mate, I, I do think in moving to Australia, his career probably has died. Um, <laughs> but I still love the guy. Still love the guy. He did a lot for him. He's the most heads down and boogie kind of player. Yeah. Like, could could change a game, but he's not looking for a pass. You know he's not looking for a pass. Like He's just going to get himself into the right position where he thinks he's in range, and then he'll unleash some... Some absolute, just weird shots. You know, Adlin Gediora would always line up an absolute worldie. Yeah. Lolly would just line up something, anything, and it came, he probably had a better ratio than Gediora had for um, goals from distance. Yeah, I, I, will, I will miss the guy. I, I feel really sorry for him that injury probably curtailed what could have made him a more integral player to the to the promotion push. I'm delighted for him that he got the assist, essentially, for Brennan's uh, goal away at Sheffield last season, albeit he missed the penalty, you know, without him making that run. And I know he didn't square it, he had a shot, but he set up a goal um, from it. He, he played an important role. Um, he's been a good cog in the machine, Best of luck to him. I don't think he's got many years left in them legs. 
No, and uh, we wish him all the best. And I agree with what you said, Holly. I think come across an intelligent player, which is, is sometimes what my, just to throw another knife at it, what's been my issue with Brennan is that when Brennan has too much time to think, I think he's worse. That's the issue for me. I think when Brennan goes on instinct, he's better. When he has time in like the last third is when I seem to think that it's like, you know. Um, so he's gone, but we have a new new friends, Lisa. We have a, a lovely Remo Frula. We have Cheka Kiati, obviously we know a little bit from Crystal Palace, and we have Dennis, which is really funny because I've got this, this troll from the 90s, which is a hideous little thing with yellow hair, and it's got a little green football kit on, and it says something like Kicker, and I've had it all since I was a kid, and I don't know why it's come with me everywhere, but I used to call it to an ex-partner of mine, Dennis, because she went, I fucking hate that thing. Well, it's Dennis, leave him alone. And now when Clem comes around, she wants to strip it every time and take its clothes off and calls it Dennis. So the fact we signed a Dennis is really quite bizarre to me because I just think of a yellow troll. Um, any of the three in particular um, get your get your bones rattling, Lisa? Uh, I don't think that's a phrase, but anyway. Well, Dennis scored 10 goals last season. Yeah, I'm thinking of the yeah, troll straight away. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Sorry, he did score. Um, so you've got to you've got to say, you know, we we've spoken previously about the fact that we've not signed anyone that's got too much premiership experience um that for me any anyone in the prem that's getting sort of 10 goals upwards um happy days um kayate will do exactly what he says on the tin um and frula and i just can't get ferris bueller's name out of my head um and i've done i just keep doing that all the time um it's one to, to watch, I think. But, I mean, you've got to split up that partnership of O'Brien and Mangala. Yeah, Holly, where, where are they getting it? I mean, granted, if you're anything like me, Holly, you have got a clue about these lads, really. I've seen that Frula's played, I think he played all the games in the Euros recently, uh, quite a lot of caps, you know, Atalanta. I don't really watch uh, Italian football as much as I did in the 90s. Um, so I'm not that sure about the quality of that. But, he, you know, he's got to be a top player. Um, who... How, how are they getting in that team in the middle? Do you think the midfield works on the basis of one bad game, you're out, or how's it working? Well, on yesterday's showing, they don't. I mean, I think we looked quite assured in the midfield, didn't we, yesterday? So um, very interesting to see how it all works. Like any of these players, how they're all going to be knitted in at some point is going to be very interesting, I think. Um, Holly, sorry to interrupt you. Do, do you think Jesse Lingard's played well so far? Um, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus, but I haven't. I really don't. Uh, I'm not seeing anything particular that's caught my eye. Um, I think he he did some good tracking back yesterday. Um, I thought he put a decent shift in, but nothing of the old Jesse Lingard that we were sort of promised so far. But I mean, it's still early days, isn't it? Um, and he might have not have had, I, I was saying he might not have had the same, even though, you know, when you sign a player like that, everyone goes, he's been working hard all summer on his own, so he's in good shape. And then when he goes a bit pap at the start, people go, yeah, we well, didn't have a proper summer, did he? <laughs> so it's one of those, really. Kieran, sorry to be off topic, Kieran. No, he, Lingard definitely deserves some credit because he did trap back yesterday. He did run around. No, we've not seen a heck of a finish or some flair. It shouldn't have gone off Taiwo's knee. It should have gone in straight away. I think he had the right idea, but just fumbled the, the finish. But what I will say for Jesse, I think he's going under the radar as a leader on the pitch. Um, every good moment that we had, and everything that involved players rallying around, he was at the heart of it. So at the goal, he was there, and he was arms around people, bringing them into the huddle. He did the same again for the Brennan goal that never was. He was quite clearly in conversation with those around him during the water breaks. Um, I think people are sleeping on this lad's wider effect on the team. He may not go on a dazzling run every game, but he's got influence. 
Yeah, I think maybe I don't know what type of player he is. I've just seen him dancing a lot. Lisa, you raised your eyes a little bit when I started laying in slightly into Jesse Lingard. And uh, I feel you may have seen things differently to me. No, it was just the fact that we've been on the pod for 45 minutes and that's actually the first time that we've mentioned his name. Um, and that that I find quite interesting. Um, I, 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 I just want to know, um, Kieran, are you feeling all right? Because we were you were such a negative Nelly last week. Those words that just come out of your mouth, just I, I just don't, can't marry them up with the same person. I was, I was in a bad place. I was I was feeling despondent after Newcastle. Six You're going to be all right at Everton though, aren't you? Yeah, no, I'll be buzzing. Um, my mum and her fella will be sat in the home end, just the other side of the barrier. So I can't wait to launch into them a bit. Um, no, I, I, That's like Jeremy Kyle live at football there, Kieran. <laughs> I, I, I do feel more positive than I did last week for many a reason, but it definitely helps when your football team puts in a bit of, of a performance to any respect. There was I effort. Think... There was, there was, there were... There were. It wasn't just blood and guts football either. There were there were good things about our that Mangala pass, Kieran. That one that yeah. Nico Williams to Awani um, at the start. I can't remember how early in the game it was, but again, Awani. If he was Harland, he's on the end of that ball, but he's just half a pace off it. it, it there, there's a lot of things that we should be excited about on that pitch. Yeah, um, I agree. I agree, and I, I think with Haaland, sorry, with... Um, Dine Haaland. With Haaland, I wish. <laughs> uh, oh, that's coming up soon, isn't it? Play, playing against them, that's going to be a whole mm-hmm. new level. Um, the um, I think with, with Lingard, it, it could quite possibly be, you know, he, he is on social media. He's very, very active on social media. And maybe the hype is just getting to him a little bit. And he is under a lot of pressure to perform, knowing what he has got at stake for trying to get the World Cup um, place. And... You know, Southgate was there yesterday. He will have seen that him running around the pitch. He will have seen him encouraging. He will have seen him getting into positions, tracking back, trying to win the ball. He was absolutely knackered at the end of that game. Um, And, you know, there were times where, yes, he probably should have been a little bit higher up the pitch, but he was trying to get his breath back. So I don't know how match fit he actually is. And I think another one that, you know, there's going to be a point where we're going to go, you know we've got Jesse Lingard in our side and we are going to see the best of him um and that's what I really hope will happen you know it, it might go to shit it might it, I just really hope that it doesn't those think- conditions were mental yesterday as well yeah. uh, they're not they're not going to play in heat like that every no. week god bless Forza for the uh the hats that they provided it just couldn't get any worse than that first one for me. I said Newcastle was first day at school, and I sort of agree. I think they've had at least one go around the timetable now, and they're sort of getting a bit more of an idea about it. Uh, one thing that we did talk about last week and the week before was our wonderful competition. So we were giving away a print from Sporting Highlights, which is wonderful. I, and I've said wonderful twice now. Um, meanwhile, as well, some randomly on, on my screen has popped up a picture of Olivia Newton-John. Uh, what a lovely lady. Um so yeah, the winner of that, we had quite a few entries in there, was uh, Dean Wainwright. You are our winner, randomly chosen by a pigeon, uh, pulling straw with your name written on it out of a pot. Uh, Dean Wainwright 2, at, you are our winner, so we'll be uh, firing that over to you as soon as possible. Thank you to everyone who entered, and hopefully we'll have another competition coming up soon, uh, as well as we'll be having a quiz in a little minute. So um, before we rattle onto the quiz and the end bit here, I just want to ask you guys, because it's, it's getting quite close before the transfer window shuts. If you 
or Sky News. They'll tell you by the second exactly what's going on there. Um, who do you see as the most likely, and uh, some that can sort of annex its controversial opinions, uh, outgoings that we mil- may, may still see going? Holly, I'll come to you because you look most perplexed by my question. So who do you think is going? Thanks, mate. Um I still can't see how Lyle Taylor will have any part in this Premier League season. No, he's not part of it, does he either? You know, there's some kind of clause where he needs to get on to get paid at some point. Um, So I see him having a loan somewhere, perhaps. But um, maybe Cafu as well, although he did do a job when he came on, didn't he, yesterday? Um, Are we talking in terms of incomings or just outgoings? Oh, God, no, I don't. I think I've I've still got it in my head that Morgan Gibbs White comes on last day. Last day. I I think there'll be a cheeky little bid, maybe. I think it'll be a cheeky, massive bid. (laughs) That's what it'll be. Yeah, oh, gosh, yeah, ridiculous. Um, Cafu's a good point you've made there because obviously in the news today, we're recording this on, uh, what day is it? Monday, uh, is that Jimmy Garner's going to be available for Man United. And I mean, I couldn't think of anything better than they could do than throw that kid in at the minute, but that's their insanity. Um, Lisa, do you think that boat has sailed? Because I was saying it to Natalie when I was watching the game. Cafu is clearly someone who is is liked in the group. You know, I saw his ass after Wembley. Uh, he seems a very nice chap. You know, he's got a hell of a penalty. But is Cafu, who wasn't a first first teamer in the championship, kind of what we want to be bringing on versus maybe James Garner, or is James? Yeah, has the boat sailed? Is it gone for Garner? Is it too much competition now? What do you think on Garner and Cafu? The random one for you, Lisa. Totally different sorts of player, um, and can't really compare. I don't so... mean comparison. I mean in terms of the fact that we're bringing on someone like Cafu in that sort of quality versus what you consider James Garner's quality. I think with what you what you know yesterday when you looked at our bench we are still very light we, we've spoken about the fact that last week we got Alex Mighton to come on no disrespect and um, they've got Chris Wood lots of premiership experience under his belt um, and it, it was almost the same yesterday in the fact that you looked at the bench and thought mm, if Lingard's shattered who they're going to take him off for it's going to be somebody that's just not the same quality and that is why and I know we'd, we've not got much time left um, but we had to strengthen, you know, we lost six first team players. We lost four, at least four off the bench and we had to strengthen and the bench is now nine players, not seven. So we needed to buy at least 15. So, or, or loan. And we can only have two loan players anyway. So I'm not too bothered about the fact that there have been so many incomings. Yes. I think Lyle Taylor will go out um, because there is no place for him really. Is there Mm -hmm. unless we get a 95th minute penalty and then it's a sure, Mm -hmm. sure banker. Oh, that's not a nice thing to call him. And and Kieran, what about you? Uh, <laughs> Would have called him a lot worse. Uh, yeah, uh, Kieran, uh, Jimmy Garner gone, so, sailed away. The opportunity. Now, hundred percent. If he's available, our board will be after him. The, there's no. They've they've somewhat proven that they will go after anything that moves. Um, Dog, so... I'll take a bookend on this podcast. <laughs> like Bowie when they're on form. Yeah. Well, it, this is the bizarre situation we find ourselves in because. And there were a couple of people on Twitter after the game having oh. a couple of a couple of jabs about uh, people looking for problems in the club. And it, we are in this bizarre situation where what we do have is a board who are very generous. They are incredibly generous and they are building a squad that is capable of not just staying in the Premier League, but competing in the Premier League. But are they doing that for the manager or are they doing it 
for an overall thing. Because if Coops doesn't want certain players, what's the point in bringing them in? You're creating a problem for him, which kind of suggests to me that, you know, well, if he won't do the job, I'll find someone else who will with this squad that I have put together. Last year's success came off the back of trusting Coops on the field, trusting Dane off the field. And I have no problem with the board wanting the absolute best and rebuilding the squad so that it can compete. But just calibrate, lads, because we're gonna want yeah. we're gonna have we're gonna have problems to solve come January. And if you've gone too much too soon, then we're not gonna be able to do that. If Garn is available, go get him. Cooper would absolutely have him. I've got no doubts about that. And I think Cafu, as liked as he is, just has to take that on the chin. That's football. Yeah. Um, Keenan's in now, isn't he? Keenan Davis is uh, alive. Yeah, Keenan gone. So. Well, look, Keenan's been done by Villa's uh, potential greed, mm-hmm. uh, but certainly attacks on us for being in the same league as them. They haven't done what's in the players' best interest over that move. But good luck to him at Watford. I'm pretty sure he'll be a success there. Garner. I'm annoyed at United for having wasted a summer. I know he took a knock and they couldn't see him completely in preseason. But if you always felt this was on the cards, why didn't you do what was right by the player and let him go? Let him make that decision early. He could have got a, a full preseason under his belt with us. But whatever. I, I think come the end of the end of the window, James Garner's a Nottingham Forest player. Oh, God, you've just probably made a load of people put an extra sugar in their tea after that one, Kieran. And we are going to come back to you for your final bit here. Um, the first ever uh, Kieran Soapbox coming up from a, th- a thing we've spotted this week. But before we do, um, I'm going to do a little quiz because we used to do them quite often before. And I threw something together here for you. Um, so this is a, a lovely anagram game for those who uh, enjoy an anagram. And uh, let's just see how everyone enjoys an anagram. Okay, Kieran, do you like anagrams? No. no, no, I hate them. Uh, Lisa, do you sometimes sit and do anagrams at home? I'd rather do Sudoku. Okay, and Holly, do you like anagrams? Can't say I'm particularly fond. Okay, so this will be fucking great. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> I've got 10 of them, so I don't know how that means anyone wins or whatever goes on. This was made up very late last night in between watching um, How Do They Do That, whatever it's called, where Greg Wallace makes things in a factory. So uh, he doesn't, does he? Just pisses people off. Anyway, uh, Kieran, we'll come with you first. So it could be anyone to do with Nottingham Forest over the last 150 years, okay? I'm joking, Lisa. Look at your face. <laughs> okay. All right, Alan. I can't remember the current squad, let alone last year. Alan's back. <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, right, okay. So this is yours. Uh, the two words that are made from this person's name is copped, as in a little copped, oversee. Who is that? Copped, oversee. Popped oversee. You should really have written this down and held it up on the screen so I could play with the num uh, the the, but, the letters. I mean, I sort of can, but I might give you the answers as well. So uh, I'll try and bring it up there. Copped oversee. Copped oversee. Copped And is that is that the right way around? So that's his first name, or no? It's just mixed up. It's an anagram, isn't it? All right. Copped. I'm going to have to rush you. I'm going to say it's going to be a Trevor, isn't it? Uh, mm. No. Lisa, do you know? It's no. no, Holly? No, the answer is Steve Cooper. It was, it's the only one that wasn't. Oh, my God. Oh, God, of course. Copped yeah. oversee. Okay, so it's coming to you, Lisa. If you don't get it, I can offer it to Holly for one point. I make the rules up as I go. Uh, Lisa, who is this an anagram of? Can't stock men. 
Which is weirdly C K. C A N T can't stock S T O C K men. This player can't stock men. It's actually quite good. This one actually kind of works. Some of them are freakish. Who can't stock men? No idea. Holly, for one point. Holly, it's a bonfire in where you are because you've got a background of it. It looks like you've lit up. (laughs) Sort of. No, I'm writing them down and there's no light and I can't remember to put it on. So it actually looks like some sinister sort of seance thing going on. Um, can't stock men. Uh, no idea. Okay, so no points for you, Kieran. Did you work it out? Uh, it's Scott McKenna. Yeah, um, uh, oh, that's what I said. Okay, Holly, yours for two points. Arrow Jello. Arrow jello. Like, arrow and what the Americans call jelly. Arrow jello. Kieran, get ready to steal. You can have a one point steal here. Bom, bom, bom. I, was, I remember once somebody went in a message just saying that silence you have is not very professional. So I'm, I'm very keen to always make sure there's kind of a bom, 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 bom. We'll put the piano on and start going on this thing. Come on, Harley. Come on, Harley. What's the answer? Arrow Jello. It is. Joe, it's Joe Worrell. It's Joe Worrell. He was. I got two. I points. got that one too. Oh, well, yeah, you went in. Uh, so for, uh, here's a good one for you, Kieran, for two points. Who is Asked Jingles? <laughs> Brilliant one. Asked Jingles. And if I knew this was this person's anagram, I'd always call them it. So, yeah. Okay. Ask jingles. Who, who's ask jingles? Who could it be? Who's it going to be, Kieran? I'm really embarrassing. I feel like I'm. I, I hate. I, I I consider myself an intelligent person, but I can't do these for shit. Yeah. They just look like what it could be. Uh, I'm going to give you five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Lisa. No. It's Jesse Lingard. Is asked not. Jingles. I was going to say that. I was going to say it is. That. It's Jesse Lingard. Uh, right, uh, Lisa. It sounds so easy when you reveal them. It is, but isn't it funny how it almost it, my it, brain hurts. Well, you've only got seven left. Um, <laughs> so, Lisa, who is nasty? Nasty year. The nasty year. Ooh. Who could it be? Ryan Yates! Ryan Yates for two points! There we go. It's just ironic that that ended up on you. Nasty year. I like that one. Um, Weirdly, Holly, this one's come to you, but I know it's not Holly, it's Holy. Who is Afro Fort Holy? Afro Fort Holy. F-O-R-T, like uh, Cowboys and Indians type fort. Mm. Afro Fort Holy. Or should I say ranchers and indigenous people? Sorry about that. I've just read uh, Bury My Heart, Wounded Knee. I really shouldn't have dropped that in. Okay, Afro Fort Holy. I'm going to give you five. Mm. How are you spelling fort? F-O-R-T. Right. Two. One. Over to you, Kieran, for one point. (laughs) You're kidding. We've worked out that I can't do this. (laughs) Well, it's Harry Toffolo. Um, Ah. Okay, an easy one for you, Kieran, for two points. This is really easy. There's hardly any letters in it, and it's just really simple. It is Coke Stove. Coke Stove. Who is the Coke Stevie Cook. Steve Cook, you have got two points. Everyone's bad on two. There is actually three left. This This could have ended up being an all right quiz. Here we go. So, Lisa, for two points, who is 
Slimline Waco. As in Waco, the place of the awful siege. Um, Slimline Waco. How's Waco spelt, please? W-A-C-O. So I like how you've that's Waco. Well, that's, I would have said Waco, but Slimline Waco, but it's actually Waco in America. So, oh, yeah. I've got this one. Shh. Shh. Uh, come on, what are you going for? I don't know. Well, I'll give you 10 seconds. I'm, I'm just looking Kieran, at my list. Kieran, you Stop putting me under pressure. That's what I'm meant to do. I'm the host. I want credit for getting this one right, though. Um, Eight, seven, six. No, I don't know. Cinq. Oh, 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 I saw that. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Holly for one point. Are these all pretty much the current squad? Yeah, yeah, it is the current squad. Yeah, oh, yeah. Got this okay. one. Let Kim, me. Kim, uh, go on. Kieran's dying for it. Go on. Kieran, you can have a quarter of a point if you can get it. Nico Williams. It's Nico Williams. Yeah. He is the slimline wacko. Okay, so here we go, Holly. You need this one to try. Kieran could win by quarter of a point. Um, Tight. Holly, boiler okay. swine. Who is the boiler swine? Kieran, you can get one point if she doesn't get this. Who is boiler swine? Boiler swine. Now you want to think how hard it is getting them. Trying to work. Trying to make them. Oh, is it Lewis O'Brien? It's Lewis O'Brien! Ollie's got two points! Ollie's now got four. Lisa's got two, and Kieran's got two and a quarter. So by some weird quirk, something Holly's either won, or Lisa's going to come. Anything could still happen. Kieran, get this for the win. Who is Mania Shakeouts? Moose Neocato. He fucking is! He's got it! <laughs> wow. How did that happen? Once I worked out that it was... The current squad. Yeah. That's what I need, Brian. It's like a beautiful mind. I just need to find the patterns. Well, congratulations. Um, I'm going to say, Kieran, you've won by a quarter of a point due to Holly's niceness, because it really should have been a draw with Holly. But uh, there you go. Well done, well done, well done. Uh, before we go and before we do the roundup, Kieran, uh, we've had a little bit of a thing, and we're going to just play you a little bit of music now, because it's time for Kieran to get on his soapbox. It's Kieran's soapbox. Uh, in, I don't know if you saw it yesterday, but uh, Graham Sunis, who me and my other half were arguing about whether he's a nice man or a horrible man. I had said there's a lot to do with Liverpool and stuff in the past, and I'm not a massive fan. But anyway, Kieran, pick up the story. Away you go. Yeah, Graham Sunis, he's really irked me. He's really irked me with his comments yesterday. And I'm going to be as generous as I can be in framing this. So basically, he got all hot and heavy about it being a man's game at, at at the bridge between Spurs and Chelsea. And he was making reference while Karen Carney was right next to him about how he got his football back and it was a man's sport. Now, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and I'm not going to libel him and suggest that, you know, he's a bit of a misogynist or anything like that or he's in the dark ages. I wouldn't do that. I would not suggest that about Graham Sunez. Good friends with Dale Winton, just so you know. Just to be clear, you're not suggesting that at all. I'm not going to suggest that. Or any of us via association. Yeah. What I am going to say, let's let's frame this thought experiment as he just misspoke. He didn't say what he meant to say. Which... On Talk Sport today, he has tried to defend and tried to point out that no, he was just talking about how uh, co- how it's a contact sport and it's a blood and guts game football. Well, guess what, Graham? You paid 
to make your point and you're paid to choose your words correctly and carefully so that everyone understands your point and you got it horrendously wrong. I spend my entire week looking at words written down, trying to make sure we've selected the right things. They do matter. And before someone puts another penny in Simon Jordan so he can be wound up, uh, and spout about how well it's a valid opinion why can't he talk about the men's game when he's talking about the men's game it's just being respectful mate like if that's not your point and what you actually meant is i miss it being a contact sport a high pressure in your face game then say that graham as it is enjoy your farewell tour good luck with your transition to talk sport instead of sky sports super sunday all the best there we go. There you go. Kieran, Kieran will be back for uh, what's going to happen is just during the week ago, we need to get on the soapbox because uh, with that one podcast, the missing podcast, the one that no one will ever hear, he definitely got on it that time. So just breathe for one second, Kieran, stroke Bowie, and uh, I'm going to come. But for those, Bowie's a dog. I mean, I, I'd say Bowie if it was one of my heroes. He hasn't got the, the, the sadly departed musician David Bowie with him. Uh, Lisa, um, Everton uh, coming up away. Um, I'm going to try and get to watch that whilst in Mumbai or Pune. In, in the middle of India. Um, luckily, with us being Premier League, it should be a lot easier to do. God knows what time I'll be trying to do that and wherever, but I will. Uh, what score are you going for, Lisa? And you'll be there, will you not? I will. I am one of the lucky chosen few who managed to get individual tickets all over the shop. Um, and the very nice man in the ticket office put them all together for me yesterday. See, I can be nice about the ticket office on occasion. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, I am going for a comprehensive 2-0 win, um, purely because they've had a bit of a shitty start. And um, I just don't think that, I, th I think we've got a little bit more togetherness than they've got. And uh, I, I think they'll win. Yeah, best time to get them. I'm with 2-2 on the radio, so I'm sticking with that. Holly, uh, to you. Um, yeah, I'm going to go for a win as well. I think that it will be 1-0 uh, and I think it will be Jesse Lingard. I think the shackles are off from the game on Sunday. Uh, I think he had a bit of pressure there, obviously, to kind of rub it in uh, West Ham's faces. But I think he's going to score for us on Saturday. And uh, is it Saturday? Is it Sunday? When, when do we play them? Saturday, isn't it? It is Saturday. These, these Premier League fixtures come thicker fast and I can't quite keep up with it. Uh, yeah, 1-0, I reckon, to the Reds. You know, it probably will be 2-0. It'll be Lingard and Johnson and Worrell will have a really amazing game and get a clean sheet. Uh, Kieran, uh, Graham Souness, uh, he's not listening right now anymore because you've scared him off with your wonderful. I like that very much. What are you going to go for with your score, mate? Yeah, I'm going to honour our fallen friend who is no doubt nursing a hangover as we speak. And as Dan wouldn't pick the same score as anyone else, I won't pick the 2-0 that Lisa's gone for. I'm going to go for 3-1 to Forest, I'm, I, I feel really good. I think we could set Frank up for uh, a very early dismissal if we get this right. Yeah, a lot of people have got him as being the first one to go, haven't they? Um, which has been interesting. So there we go. You've heard it first. It's a, well, I've only gone for a draw just because, you know, I just think sometimes the team's got to wake up and I still want to see a bit more grease in those wheels and hopefully it will come. Uh, thanks for listening. Any of you have listened. Um, thank you for everyone for joining me. We will see you next week. Well, Kieran, you're going to be taking the reins and being the host. What, what changes are you going to bring to the regime? I don't know, mate. I think I'll probably pull hacking bottom this quite clearly i'll just do what was working are you gonna uh, do anagrams now you're the champion of them. <laughs> yeah and it's gonna take it's gonna take half the show just me trying to explain them and then having got them wrong yeah. uh but we'll have a go 
Wonderful. No, Kieran's got a lot of previews before from obviously doing it when it was Alan, and uh, I will see you all in two weeks. But yeah, you Reds and you Reds. You Reds. Reds. <laughs>